Oh, look, he's got the stink lines and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Now do hers. (laughs) Oh, Jesus, your birthday too? We're twins. Alright, Uncle Bo, here I am. Eat your fries, eat them. You're blue and you don't know where to go to Why don't you go where fashion sits Putting on the ritz Different types who wear a day coat Pants with stripes and cutaway coat Perfect fits Putting on the ritz Ladies and gentlemen, it's Thursday, January 26th, 2023 This is Pro Wrestling Un... After Dark Nope Nope this is pro grappling unhinged. <laughs> what? On the PGH. Oh. On the <laughs> on the similar <laughs> to but legally distinct from Godzilla 1985 podcasting network. <laughs> My name is Shannon Young. Uh, look at that. man. I look, look, lady. Look, look. Listen, look, look, look. look. Listen. I don't. I don't give a shit about this show tonight. I'm just going to be straight up honest with you right now. We could not do this, and I wouldn't fucking care. All right? So I just want all of you out there to know that. So if you don't like the content, go listen to another podcast. I have one to suggest for you. It's called A Fridge Too Far. <laughs> uh, they can't do that one right now. They're spraying for potato bugs. <laughs> well, did you notice that they had a piece of white paper with them when they left? Oh, yeah. You don't forget a thing like that. My name is Shannon Young. I'm going to be your host tonight. With me, of course, we've got Jesse Kimball. That's that me. Lindsay Wolfgong. Who is apparently not loud enough tonight. Lindsay Wolfgong, the answer to a question no one on the internet asked. And uh, Shelby Chan. I'm here. And Double H. I don't know how you missed the opportunity to say for the first time ever, Lindsay is not loud enough. Like, that's all you ever complain about is how loud she is. In the one time. Uh, she finally quieted down for you. And now you don't like that either. What do you want, man? Joining us, the uh, goalpost. Joining us later, probably, from, I assume, a van down by the river, Tanner Calvert will be on the show. <laughs> And the best part is it will be one of those two things. It will be a moving vehicle and he will be at the creek. He likes to combine the two. Uh, professionalism is what we're known for, and professionalism professionalism is what we exude here on the show. So, we, Well, we can recheck the facts all the time. Multiple times. I'm almost ready to just go, let's just get to the top five, because I don't even know what's happening in the world right now. I don't even know what there is to talk about. Jesse, what's going on? Uh, Justin Rowland has been removed from everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for for, uh, a lot of domestic abuse, uh, there's some issues of, like, uh, grooming and, like, doing doing things with underage girls. Uh, I thought this was America, where we were presumed white. Oh, he's white. (laughs) Exactly. I need that. Reading all this news, though, like I, I can't, I can't imagine anybody that knows anything about Justin Roiland outside of he does Rick and Morty is surprised about any of this. 
Um, so that's why I saw the thing that Cartoon Network dropped Rick and Morty. Okay. Yes. They didn't drop Rick and Morty. No, they dropped Justin Roiland. Yeah, no, they dropped Justin Roiland. The show was going on. They made a very intense statement. Oh, okay. He's no longer associated with us. Yeah. The next season is still happening. The the people behind it are hard at work on that. Like, thanks for your time. That was. And it's the same thing with both of Justin Roiland's Hulu shows. Yep. uh, As well as uh, Swan Games. He, yeah, he stepped down from the games there, and uh, I can't wait for the next series, the next Rick and Morty season, where where Rick just wa- or Morty walks in and goes, "Hello, Rick, I'm hungry." And, <laughs> and Rick's like, "Well, hey, maybe I could uh, use my little gun to to bring you some spaghetti. It's like what I do and junk. Wubba lubba dub dub. Yay!" <laughs> I see Justin Rowling got himself in legal trouble. Now we got wrong sound of Morty's. That's the issue. I think one of my favorite parts, though, is like Adult Swim posted on the Rick and Morty site. The Instagram. Yeah, on their Instagram. Just like, hey, he's not here anymore. It's going to go on, though. And I'm like, ooh. That is like the harshest way you could have done that. That is (laughs) one reaction to it. Another reaction I've seen is I won't watch the show anymore without him. I thought this was America where we're presumed innocent. Why aren't they backing him? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All the people that are going to stop watching Rick and Morty because Justin Roiland, the man that created the famous Doc and Marty short where the the young lad has to suck on Doc's balls. um, It was somehow a pervert. And what's what the other thing that these dumb shits have clearly not, you know, looked into or realized is that this all started like he he was officially charged with felony domestic abuse back in twenty twenty. Yeah, a while. Yeah, and in the last three years, he has had multiple people come forward with actual like proof of his, you know, many felonies. (laughs) Many, (laughs) many felonies. Many Many felonies. (laughs) Uh, So homie's going to jail. Like at this point, like all of these companies now know. Like, yeah, he's April twenty seventh is his next. Because I was just reading it. April twenty seventh is his next court date. Uh, I don't know if anything will be there, be settled there or not. But yeah, I mean, homie's going to jail. Hey, Uh, I mean, to be honest, he probably won't. He probably won't. Let's just be honest. And you know who else is not going to go to jail or get in any trouble? Guess who else is in legal trouble? Oh, what, what you got? That's right. Iron Mike Tyson, who is now part of a new oh, civil suit accused of rape in the 90s. Mike Tyson, right. the famed boxer who was convicted of rape and sent to jail, now accused of rape once again. Surely not. Not him. Yeah, he's like, in the Hangover movies. Could this be is my yeah. shocked face. Yeah, but at the same time, like if he's already gone to jail for rape from you know double the jeopardy, 90s, he can't go again. Uh, <laughs> hold on, Sean. I'm not sure you know how Jeopardy works. I do. You <laughs> pick the category, and no, I was waiting for you to say, "I'm sorry." What is double jeopardy? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Michael Scott bit. That's that's literally good from the office. You know, I, he hits Meredith with, with his car, and he's explaining to, to Ryan on the phone. Well, I hit her on company property, and if the car is a lease from the company, he goes, you know, with company property. So double jeopardy, we're fine. And he goes, Michael, I'm not sure you know how jeopardy works. Oh, I'm sorry. What is we're fine? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I'm I'm particular. I'm sad about the Mike Tyson news a little bit, and also not surprised at all in any way. What I am upset about, and Dalton and I talked a bit th- about this on last night's episode of Pro Wrestling Scripted, which, by the way, Hunter, happy birthday, belated mm. birthday, once oh, again. Oh, thank you. Yes. Um, yes. So Hunter knows about this, but There's I know the number one. The rest <laughs> of you guys don't. So there is a wrestler that passed away last week. His name is Jay Briscoe. He's one of the half of the Briscoe brothers. Really famous uh, tag team. Hey. While you're talking about this briefly, how do you pronounce his real name? Is it Jamin Pew? Uh, J A M I N. I think it's Jamin. Pugh, I know for sure. It looks yeah. like Jamin, Jamin. I don't know. I want to say Jamin, but I'm not positive. That's a Dalton question. Dalton. Jamin sounds right. Dalton hit That's us fair. up. Um, Jamin is yep. a BTS member. Yep. He. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that. So, <laughs> so Jay Briscoe, he passed away in a car accident about a week and a half ago. Very unfortunate. Sad thing. Uh, he was killed in the car accident. His two daughters were badly injured. They are recovering right now. Um, the important thing is that they wanted to do, and Jay Briscoe, like his brother Mark, are signed to um, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor was purchased by yeah, AEW. Girl. Yeah. So Tony Khan and AEW wanted to put on a tribute show to Jay Briscoe because uh, he was very influential and and very popular amongst his peers. The problem is is that years ago, probably what, 15, 16 years ago, Jay Briscoe time, yeah. he tweeted some very terrible things. He tweeted some very homophobic things. One thing I remember especially was uh, something about if you try to tell my kids that this is okay, I'll kill you or something like that. Uh, pretty stupid stuff. And he has apologized yep. many times over and, and really turned himself around and became a better person. But... Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, who is you know is is what AEW runs their shows on, the parent have, company, the parent company yeah. have a, have a lifetime ban on both Br- Briscoe brothers, including Mark, who said nothing. They're not allowed to appear on ring, uh, AEW television at all, and that is especially surprising to me that they would take such a hard line stance on this, considering the fact that not only does Warner Brothers Discovery um, you know support Ezra Miller. But they've also had Mike Tyson on AEW twice. Mike Tyson, the, the, who was convicted of rape. Right. Haven't like at this point they have parted ways with Ezra Miller. Like he's never going to be the Flash. I don't think so. I'm gonna look it up real I'm quick. Pretty sure, sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they were still support. Um, while you're doing that, uh, so the, the, the Jay Briscoe situation. The Jay Briscoe situation is very, very similar to the James Gunn situation. Like, this is a good analogy. They both did real stu- stupid things, said real stupid things, I should say. Um, deleted them, apologized for them profusely, yeah. uh, did their best to show that they had changed and that they were different people from all that. And, you know, in, in James Gunn's case, more or less, eventually it was like, okay, we get it. You did the, you did the time, basically, for the thing. So you're, you're back in the fold. For Jay Briscoe, it was very similar for most of the wrestling world. But again... Warner Brothers, their parent company, just went, nope, not no, doing it. And, and like you. you said, the, the Mark one was really weird. Mark's just his brother. He didn't Mark say anything. Didn't do anything. He right. didn't say anything. He had right. nothing to do with that. But he was also banned as though like he offered no value right? because I mean, his brother did. Now, don't get me wrong. They were lifetime tag team wrestlers. Neither of them really ever did anything individually from each other. Um, and not to, to that end, as, the as rest a side guy. Tag, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's what I meant, like in, in their professional uh, world. Uh, the shot of of Mark at the end of this this show that they did the tribute show where oh, he's holding up yeah. old oh, belt and just crying yeah oh my god yeah it just just ruins me but it's a very analogous situation yet Warner Brothers was still like no nope, no we're not doing that nah, nah Tyson's fine he only raped somebody he didn't say mean things 
Uh, yeah. Also, so I, I did look it up with Ezra Miller. Um, so I was thinking of like news that hit last June uh, about like Warner Brothers is you know they're no longer planning on uh, continuing films with Ezra Miller. But then I'm seeing reports from Jan- like this month saying the WP is reportedly willing to move forward with Ezra Miller. Yeah, but yeah, like I I because I I remember like I'm seeing the articles <laughs> now from June. I remember. From June yeah. saying that they weren't going to uh, do anything with them. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, WB calls it like the articles I'm looking at. Uh, WB calls it quits with Ezra Miller. Yep. Uh, Ezra Miller no longer part of DCEU. Ezra Miller axed by Warner Brothers. And then January, that was all June of 2022. January 4, 2023, The Flash. WB reportedly willing to move forward with Ezra <laughs> Hell Miller. Yeah, yeah they can not that James Busco. Not just a dumb thing. Or Henry. Uh, uh, Fuck. What's his name? Henry Cavill? Is that it? Yeah, no, Henry, Henry Cavill is yeah. Superman. Right. <laughs> but I'm just saying, they didn't move forward with Henry Cavill. He's not Superman, but they're going to oh, keep yeah, Ezra yeah. Miller as the Flash. You know. Well, that was importantly, uh, very, very importantly, I was about to say, in this situation, like uh, that was James Gunn's decision not to move forward with Henry Cavill. Uh, and WB is willing to move forward with Ezra Miller, but it's entirely possible that James Gunn is going to be like, nah, we're good. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, either way, your point still stands. WB is fine with working with Ezra Miller. Uh, Rick Rick Ross was just on their show recently and is a part of a stable going forward. Do you think he's ever said anything offensive? Rick Ross? No, surely not. Definitely. <laughs> Hang not. on, let me let me Google something real quick. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. We need to move past him. Move past it. I just feel like Frank in the coil. Just move past it. <laughs> Uh, I'm reading a Rick Ross lyric right here that says, oh, no, I can't repeat that. I can't repeat that. <laughs> you cannot. Uh, or any of them matter. Rick Ross said, oh, no, I can't repeat that either. Uh, Rick Rock has, uh, Rick Rock, Rick Rock. Rick Rock. Rick Rock. <laughs> All right, well, I'll be right back. <laughs> Rick Rock. Uh, Rick Ross oh, has used a homophobic that. slur multiple times in their music, so uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's Jay Briscoe though, you fuckers. Dalton, this is for you. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery is the motherfucker of the week. So thank you, Warner Brothers Discovery. Even though they did change their stance and they did allow Mark Briscoe on television, they only did that in the wake of so much backlash. So it's not that they did the right thing; it's they did the thing that would hurt their wallet the less. So fuck you guys. Lindsay, go ahead. Oh, I'm just going to pop a picture in the text only. That's all. You're fine. Oh, okay. Oh, I've, I've done many of them. You should, you should enjoy I, that. I will go look. I just I forgot I specifically <laughs> saved this the other day when I was scrolling, and you reminded me of it. Lindsay, who do you hate more, the world or the flesh? <laughs> both. Well, importantly, they're both understandable as enemies. The Reggie Rock Johnson. Uh huh. <laughs> that's, that's a cousin to Rick Rock. <laughs> I like that they gave him the Rock's uh, 90s fanny pack right outfit. Oh. oh yeah, the, the most, whole thing, the most classic look. Honestly, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other it people. Made me smile when I was scrolling the other day and came across it. So uh, Chris Jericho's wife was at January 6th. He's still on there. I guess she didn't say it out loud though. Just thought it. That's the important part. You can't say it out loud. And see, um, I would be like, well, okay, but that's not him. But then again, Mark Briscoe not allowed right? on AEW television yeah. for association with a guy who said a dumb thing. 
Oh, so I really don't understand that, but whatever. No defense for the dumb thing. He was young. He was dumb. That's the closest there is in in regard to any uh, defense to it. But the the standards are the, again the goalposts are moving for for various people, and it's a weird. I just a weird choice. I thank God every day that Facebook memories sends me messages about what I've said before, so I can delete them. <laughs> uh, and honestly, like I have said some dumb shit, but I. I promise you, the Shannon of today is much different than the Shannon of a year and a half ago. I've grown. It was much, much different from the Shannon, Shannon of three years, years, ago. years ago. Oh, him too. <laughs> it's a, I'm a habitual line stepper, is what I've come to discover. <laughs> you know? And honestly, like, even because imagine, like, if Twitter and Facebook were a thing like, back when we were all, like, in middle school, high school. I mean, I know Twitter for me anyway had started to become a thing when I was in high school. When I was in high school, they were really uh, see, they were really starting to focus on the color TV. <laughs> it, had, it had become a thing, and everybody was going nuts for it. When, when they introduced the remote control several years later, it was blowing your mind. Man. I was <laughs> now I don't have to get out of my my chair. What to change the dial? Oh my god! I used to have to take a stick and smack the dial and hope it just went the right direction. You know, changed my life. Go uh, ahead, Jesse. No, nah, that's it. Like, just imagine <laughs> some of the shit we would have said. Like, cause nah, I, I mean, like watching movies from the two thousands in particular. Like watching that- um that fucking what's that one movie with the with the really homophobic line in it? Uh oh, Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. quite a few. Like, oh, there's so many in the two thousands. Like, uh, I mean, I I watched like New Guy. Was one of my my favorite movies back in the day, uh, with uh, what is the name DJ Qualls? DJ Qualls, DJ Qualls, DJ yeah. Qualls. DJ Qualls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Eliza Dushku, and like I love that movie. Oh, uh, Eliza Dushku. Yeah, very, crush very that attractive. crush button. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it was a great movie, and like I rewatched it a few years ago, and like I can still enjoy it. But there's like, I mean, there's a whole bit in there about like this one dude that's terrified of sounding gay. Like every time he says something, did that sound gay? Did that sound gay? Like it's a running gag throughout the film. And eventually he ends up making out with a very hairy um, man. Oh, God damn. What is her name? Uh, New girl. Rick Rock. Um, Zoe Deschanel. uh, uh, Zoe Deschanel. I was like, I kept trying to say Eliza. I'm like, no, it's not Eliza. I didn't yeah, realize Zoe he was Dish saying Dish new girl in the context of the show. I was like, I don't who's new? Who's I don't the know. new girl? I As don't compared know. to what? It was like a like new girl, elf. Um uh, <laughs> trying to think of other things that she was in. Uh yeah, Zoe Day Chanel was in that film and she has very hairy armpits, and that's also the, a joke in the movie. There was a film that had come out called Joanna Man. Oh mm. yeah, I remember that movie. Oh uh, mm-hmm. White Chicks. Yep. Uh, Soul Man. That's reaching back a little bit Dude, further. Even Waiting. I told you guys not too long ago. We watched Waiting again for the first time in many, many years, and I still think it's a, it's a very like funny movie. But there's also a lot of it where you go, "Oh, you can't say that. Don't say that." Fucking Clerks. Please stop saying that. Clerks too. The whole subplot of oh of Randall, you know, saying the n word and like other racial things. Like, so many I mean, racial slurs. Horse monkey and it like. Jesse, it's he's like taking it back. Fun of that character, right? Right. <clears throat> the whole thing is he's an idiot, and that's that. Yeah, the he, point. he's an idiot, and, and they are definitely racisms, <laughs> right? 
and 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 waiting like it's Ryan Reynolds' character who says a lot of this stuff, and he's the cool guy. He's the star. He's the hero. He's meant to be the coolest guy there, and you're like, <sighs> wouldn't fly now. Speaking, yeah, of, I mean, uh, there because there are parts of it where it implies that Ryan Reynolds is also kind of like a fucking loser. But at the but he same still looks time, like Ryan like, Reynolds. Yeah, barely. Still, I was gonna say he's still definitely like, the cool guy. He's like, still and, cool. Yes. And hey, speaking yeah. of cool, there's nothing cooler than tonight's sponsor. Power Slap is the hottest new uh, sports event uh, on no. television, hosted or created Power possibly by Dana, by Dana White, a man who slapped his wife publicly. It is your yes. one-stop shot for face shot plops. I don't. That show was also on, uh, what is it, TNT or TVS? <laughs> where follows, AEW is. It follows Dynamite. Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner Brothers <laughs> Discovery. They're okay with that, though. <laughs> yeah, the, the you better get Mark Bristow out of here. He is related. <laughs> He's related to a guy that said something 15 years ago. Think about the children, wow. like Justin Roiland. Also, importantly, it's not like they uh, okay. They were, for the record, trying to get the Briscoes in there at one point in time, but this was literally just for the case of a tribute show. His brother died in a horrible car accident. They wanted to have him on one show, and they did get it. But Tony Khan apparently had to basically grovel at people's feet to make this happen. It's sad, which is it's, just wild. It's to pathetic. Me. It's pathetic. You know, uh, something happier. Homework assignment for all of you guys listening. You want to watch a really fun, obscure movie that I was reminded of the other day that I have seen. Maybe Lindsay. There was a movie that came out. I forget how long ago. It was called Freaked. Has anybody seen the movie Freaked? That sounds Man. like I remember the title. I do not remember the plot. Yeah. So it feels it's like I have. Alex Winter, who uh, I, I forget. Yep. It's been so long since I've seen it, but he gets like trapped in this carnival of freaks, and he has turned into this monster because of this new uh, like drink or something. It's been a long time since I've watched it. Yeah. Um. It's really, really good, and it's one of those cult classics, and apparently it's incredibly hard to get a hold of now. Um, if you get a chance to watch it, you probably have to watch it online somewhere, but it's really it's really good. I recommend it. It was one of my favorite movies growing up, and no one's no one's seen it but like me and like one other dude. And yes, it has, Rand, it has Randy Quaid in it, sure. And William Sadler. <laughs> and Mr. T. And fucking um, uh, Keanu Reeves. Alex Winter. <laughs> Keanu Reeves plays the like dog face. No, what is it? The dog face boy? Ortiz the dog boy. Uh, yeah. It's uncredited. But it was the first uh, time that Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves had done a movie together since, uh, since, Bill and Ted. since Bill and Ted. So it's very, very cool. If you guys get a chance to watch it, I really recommend it. I think you will like I it. Because <clears throat> I'm almost positive I sent it to you. There was an article about that on some site like a couple of months ago where they did this like weird kind of deep dive into it. And I remember reading it and going, I've definitely seen this. Why someone chose to write this article, I don't know. But there, the, the whole thing behind it was because I think Fox released it. Whoever it was that put it together, they really thought it was going to be this big hit. And then as the movie progressed, they're like, oh, this is going to be bad. This is terrible. So they just kind of leaned into the like, all right, we're going full B movie. And like you said, it ended up being kind of a cult classic. Did terribly in theaters, as I recall. Um, very written. similar to. Hmm, go ahead. I was going to say written and directed what? by Alex Winter. Yeah. Yeah, it was a um, project to his. Yeah. 
in that way, it's very similar to uh, Shannon. Do you remember a movie uh, that Dan Aykroyd did with Chevy Chase called Nothing But Trouble? Nothing But Trouble. Yeah, and uh, Demi Moore. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. A very, very weird, weird movie based on an odd experience that Dan Aykroyd had once, where he got pulled over at three o'clock in the morning in like a back county in New York somewhere, taken by the cop to the judge's home to like sign an affidavit at three o'clock in the morning and forced to have tea with him. He decides to write a screenplay of this going, Oh, this like, we'll just make it crazier. So Chevy Chase and Demi Moore are a married couple. They get pulled over in the middle of nowhere late at night. They're taken to the judge's home and come to find out under the judge's home is this like crazy, weird freak show carnival mm-hmm. thing. They did crazy special effects for it. It's super gross. Ackroyd plays gross. the judge and all this Old weird makeup. makeup yeah. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, and it, it's it's one of those oh, things and where John that point they were John Candy is John in Candy, it. Yeah, yeah. They, they, this is I was reminded of this because of that book I told you guys about that wild and crazy guys. Yeah, um, uh, <laughs> it's it's the studio just kind of looked at him and went, "Well, he wrote Ghostbusters." I mean, you know, not remembering no that, wrong. like, okay, he wrote the original treatment for Ghostbusters, which Taylor was Ramis and Ivan Reitman. Because yeah, the original treatment was oh, crazy. It's wild. Yeah, if you've if you've Ridiculous. never read the original treatment of Ghostbusters, it's a very different yeah. film than what we got. He it's needed insane. Harold Ramis. Yeah. Yes, and so, and so this time he didn't have that, and so he directed it, wrote it, starred in part of it, and along the way they're just like, oh, this is this is gonna be bad. Hunter, I'm gonna tell you something right now before Jesse says this. I'm trying to think of Dan Aykroyd films I like that isn't Ghostbusters, and I'm trading places. That's a great movie. Other than trading, He's very yeah, good trading that's a good call. That also had Eddie Murphy uh, though, and Jamie Lee Curtis. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But I can't. He think doesn't of... carry it by himself. Blues Brothers, the original Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, sold, sold me. Yeah. Yep. And and remember, he wrote that one too. That was the first thing that he ever wrote, and it was uh, not Reitman. Landis, Landis directed mm-hmm. John Landis. Landis had to come in and clean that one up for him. Yeah. And then when Ghostbusters came around, it was Reitman and, and Harold Ramis. Um, yeah, I, I off the top of my head beyond that, I don't remember a lot of other stuff that he was in that like he it was he was the star and I was like, Yes, this is no this is very good. I can't remember one that was very cheesy. <laughs> Casper Coneheads. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Coneheads. Uh yeah. Jesse, you might remember so John hard. uh you might remember John Landis as the director of an American Werewolf in London. One of my all-time favorite films. He also directed The Twilight Zone. And in The Twilight Zone, a scene that he uh, directed involving a helicopter uh, chasing after a man and two young children, there was an accident on set and the actual helicopter crashed and decapitated the actor and the kids, killing all three. I, I, I do actually remember that story. Shannon Aykroyd was also... Do you remember this? I forget this. He was in Dragnet. He he did the remake of Dragnet with Tom Hanks uh, in '87, which I is a for- way better movie than anyone gives it credit for. I forgot about that. I'm looking through his movies right yeah. now, actually, seeing if I can spot anything that maybe is you know just something that I missed. Other he- than those those like few big hits, a lot of his stuff is is supporting stuff. Like he's he's great for the three seconds he's in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Um, he's I thought he was a lot of fun in Tommy Boy. When he's Mr. Zelensky, oh, okay. that's the, the, that's that's absolutely yeah, true. Yeah. That's a good bit. Oh, my fellow <laughs> Americans, with an ice on a card. Oh man, I forgot he was. In my the fellow film. Americans, one that of the all-time great, um, you know, underrated films. But but he was also in Celtic Pride. 
which was just just yeah. awful. I forgot that well, was a film. Just awful. He was in 1941, which was awful. Neighbors was awful. All oh. of those came out around the same time. All right. He was in a movie called, I don't think anyone's seen this movie but me probably, but I watched this movie strictly because he was in it and uh, Dana Delaney was in it. I think it's Dana Delaney. I'm going to double check that. Uh, Exit to Eden was this really terrible movie. I saw it on HBO back when I used to watch HBO religiously. And it was Dana Delaney, by the way. Um, about these two undercover cops that go to like this sex place where every, it's paradise and everyone's gorgeous and naked. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is right up my alley. It's Dan Aykroyd. It's Dana Delaney. And there's nudity. And I'm a teenager. Let's rock. But it also had Rosie O'Donnell, which is basically what is the opposite of Viagra? <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, not even talking so, about vi- I'm not even talking about visually. I just hate Rosie O'Donnell. I so also shit, it's a, no. Go ahead, Jesse. Yeah, I was gonna say. So I, I looked it up because I was curious. Like, if there was a place that I could go and watch Freaked, yeah, there is not. Yeah, it's uh, impossible like, to get. It does now. not exist. So, you no, you can buy it on DVD from Amazon right now for fifteen dollars and thirteen cents. Okay. Oh, just DVD. Uh, There's no Blu-ray. Uh, there is a Blu-ray. Blu-ray is twenty-eight dollars. I might do that actually because that is one of my all-time favorite films. Uh, oh wow, it's a, it's an import from Spain for the Blu-ray. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, the, oh shit! I think the DVD is an import too. Yeah, it is an import, but not from Spain. Like it's English. Uh, oh, but ugly, but funny. <laughs> So I went to JustWatch.com, which is where I go for, uh, you know, that's where I figure out, like, where I can stream something, preferably for free. But if not, like, you know, who has the best price on, like, a digital rental? Normally, I just end up doing Amazon anyway. But there's literally no place that you can even buy it digitally. Like, you can't get it on Amazon, YouTube, like, none of those places. Right. Uh, And then, yeah, like I said, even this DVD copy that I'm looking at is uh, an import. There's, oh, good Lord. Um, what the fuck? Yeah, potentially a not imported DVD copy for one hundred and eighty dollars. Wow! Mm. What? Check the Blu-ray. <laughs> it's for some kind of box set. Yeah, I think that's the same Blu-ray because it's the same price. Okay. I'm uh, telling you, yeah, man, it's 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 hard to find. Like that's why I was looking at a. Um, what culture list of 10 horror films that you just can't find anymore. You can't watch. And it was on there and I'm like, Oh, I do. I do remember freak. That was a good movie. I, I really like that one. So yeah, you can buy, uh, like said, there's a bunch of them, uh, out there that you could buy. Look, it looks like they're all imports though. Uh, uh I'm gonna do you a solid real quick for anyone that wants to watch freaked. I found a HD oh, version. I you were going to give away a code for it. No, no, because no, Cody will bust in here and be like, you can't do that. I'm Seth Rogen. Hey, save the... What? What's Cody? Save, the, save those Steam codes. I got a Steam deck coming. That's fucking true. One. That's right. Uh, <laughs> there is a there is an HD version of Freaked I just put in the chat if anyone wants to watch it. Uh, I skimmed through oh, it to make no. sure it looked legit. No, I'm serious. I'm being no, dead serious. I know what this is going to be. No, oh. I'm being dead serious, guys. This oh. time I'm not kidding. Oh, it really is? Yeah. yeah it, really, it, it really is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, I don't always lie. See, I, I assumed as I, soon as I, I assumed it was going to be a meme. Well, and then I figured after I saw the actual video that while we were all looking, he would post the bean and get us all at the same time. 
Shit, That's where I really going. thought it was going. Copy. All right. All right, Lindsay, let's get <laughs> let's get to the top five list. What's tonight's top five? Tonight's top five is five places from your youth that are no longer in business. I have had yeah. trouble with this. Yep. I'm still waiting. For I the, did not. I'm waiting for the first one that I can post. So, so all the, all all the places I had trouble I coming up with the topic tonight. All the places I remember, I was struggling with the name of the business. And fair enough. Like whenever I would like search it on Google, be like, yo, what is this place? It's like, did you mean this? And it's a place that's, you know, Not currently that. open. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, no, the thing from over 20 years ago. And it was like, I don't know what that is. I lucked out that most of mine brought up old Wikipedia pages of being like, yes, was in business from here to here and but, uh, but got bought out at this point and then closed. What was that? I bu- I got bu- she was in that <laughs> sick I was channeling They were bought out, boy. They were bought out. <laughs> Look, I'm tired. You, you sound like the guy I'm from NASA. I'm tired and I cried a lot today. Give me a break. <laughs> you don't eat another man's potato chip. I will not stand here. Okay. <laughs> I don't have any from my list. I'll try to figure this out as we go, but we can't stall any longer. Let's I, go to Jesse Kimball. No, let there, me finish. Let's go to Jesse Kimball, who's got the first pick. Uh, I'm going to take one from Shannon. That, that That's impossible. I have of. nothing on uh, the list. <laughs> I, I'm, actually, I'm going to message this one to you, and it can be your first one, and I won't take it. All right, let me see. Uh so I think my first one is gonna be uh, we'll, we'll do showbiz video. This was a uh, <laughs> this is the one I was talking about, Hunter in New Madrid, that I, that I figured you uh, might potentially have on your list here. I could I could see why I didn't, but I can see why. Yeah. So this this was a this this was a very important place to me because I lived um, growing up. First, it was like. I lived next to an alley. You'd go down the alley, and then there was like this like uh, strip center, and it had showbiz video on it. It's where we rented all of our video games, all of our movies, etc. Uh, as a kid, and then eventually they moved to literally right next door from us. Like it was, like yeah. I, I, not even like because uh, like there was the alleyway that separated uh, our little apartment thing attached to the fire station and showbiz video, and, and like we were there so often that every employee hated us because we were, you know, two kid, two unsupervised kids under the age of 10, you know, siblings that fought with each other all the time trying to find movies and video games to rent. Uh, like, yeah, I, we spent so much money there, so many late fees. <laughs> the way I was able to, like, because we were also broke, so that was the way I was able to play a bunch of video games as a kid. My parents bought me very few video games. The All right. two main things I remember about showbiz are literally just one, uh, uh, watching South Park for the first time because of that. They had the compilation VHSs, so you could get like basically the whole first season on like 16 tapes, you know. Because uh, it was four um, episodes per cassette. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, and then I've got three getting, now. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat. 
that was the first time I ever played Mortal Kombat. I rented it from there because, of course, I didn't have any siblings, so I would rent it, I would play it, and then I would get bored with it and go, okay, I'm done with this. Uh, <laughs> but then I ended up doing that like three or four times, and my mom was like, just get the game. <laughs> we rented, I'm like, no, you don't understand. The moment that I buy it, I'm not going to want it anymore. You lose interest, yeah. We rented Ocarina of Time so many times from that place because this was also, importantly, like, and I know this wasn't the case in all video rental places, but uh, it was $2.50, and that got you a 24-hour rental of a video game. Like, there were no, like, five-day rentals or any of that stuff at Showbiz. It was 24 hours. So uh, that's how we played through all of Ocarina of Time. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wow, they beat Ocarina of Time in 24 hours? No. 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 <laughs> we, we, we paid far more than the price of that video game in rental fees uh, to beat Ocarina of Time as kids yes. uh, and numerous other games. Um, yep. I'm going to skip Shelby and Hunter and go straight to me for the second one just so no one can take the only <laughs> one I could think of at the time. You're going to mix it up today. And that's uh, in the same vein of what Jesse said, blockbuster video. Uh, it's yeah. such a popular one that I know someone's going to take it and I need something. Blockbuster it was video. number one on my list. Are we, are we talking the cape location specifically? Yes. And Jesse, you never did message me. I put it in the group chat. It was a different business, but that was also top of my list. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't want to take that one because I thought Lindsay had it on there. So, um, yeah, Blockbuster. Why I most of my stuff is from Pennsylvania and Ohio. Um, nice. block, Blockbuster was my absolute. As much as I love that store, you said Jesse. In case anybody else wants to take it, Blockbuster was like my go-to place. I, I spent so much time at Blockbuster. I, I have so many fond memories. I, you know, weird thing. I never rented video games from there ever. I rented one video game from there once. And it was Final Fantasy VII on PlayStation One, and I got to the like second disc and it didn't work, and I was so angry because I wanted to. I wanted to play, but, um, yeah. Movie-wise, Bob and I would... We were in college at the time. We would go there every weekend and buy, and rent like four or five horror films. And we would always just rent whatever they had. Stuff we had never seen. Not like today. Today, if I see a horror film like on a streaming service, I will immediately look up reviews. I will see what people are saying about it. And I won't watch it if it looks bad. But back then, man, we would just grab stuff off the shelf. I can't tell you how many awful horror films we rented from there just because we were oh, looking for asylum stuff. Asylum films? No. Never asylum what? films. I you still had my fucking gyms. pride. I did. I found a little movie at uh, Blockbuster called Dog Soldiers, which has become one of my go-to favorites for werewolf horror. Um, yeah, you left me alone by myself in the room with that playing one time at some of the goriest moments before I was desensitized <laughs> to half of the horror films that you watch. You got to grow up sometime. Um <laughs> Yeah, Blockbuster was, fa and then they they started doing that rent anything, bring it back whenever, and get another rental. Oh wow! Oh yeah, oh, that's. So much. We that, I'm the pretty sure that, out of that we collectively are why they went out of business. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Especially when I moved to Cape, and it was literally the five minute drive. Oh my god, it was just back and forth. They started. They started doing that. It was right after I had graduated. Sarah was still uh, in college. She was living down by by. Um, that apartment complex right across from the show me center. So it wasn't like a super close drive. Village on the green, I think. Uh, no, 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 no. It's further down. This is a different one. It's like a very Spanish style oh, okay. architecture building. Um, there were a lot of older people that lived there, but anyway, I, when I was like hanging out in, in her place while she was in class, like there were times I would like rent a game, 
play it for a day, take it back, run back, go back. I, I beat like four or five video games in the course of like one round's worth of that to the point that I'm pretty sure they also got sick of seeing me. Like, <laughs> comes this back guy. again, huh? <laughs> it turned into I feel into like there was ironically. one day we went there three times. We did. Yeah, we just. Oh, I'm certain I did. Yeah, we abused the shit out of privilege. And I, I abused other, other privileges too. Like, if you rented a movie and you forgot to bring it back in, they would just charge you for the film after so long. And I there was a I remember fi- what you did. There was a specific film I really wanted called A Tale of Two Sisters, which was re redone, rebooted, or uh, Americanized. I don't have the proper term for it, adapted, whatever, and into the Uninvited, I think. But the original A Tale of Two Sisters it was a Korean film, and I wanted to watch it so badly. And they finally got a copy of it in a, at Blockbuster, so I went back and I grabbed it to rent it, and I brought the case up too, and I'm like, look, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm never going to bring this back in because I can't find it anywhere. So can you just give me the case for it now so it's not awkward when I come back weeks later? And they were just they were just taken aback. They were like, uh, sure. So they just, <laughs> might as well. They just charged me up front for the entire movie and I took it. The shitty thing is, I swear to God, I'm not making this up. A couple it weeks later, it was in Walmart, the unrated version with the bloody cover. And I'm like, well, fuck me. Of course. <laughs> And you know you paid like full like super retail. I paid I paid like thirty dollars for that movie. Yeah, but back then, especially a Korean import like a horror film was much harder to get a hold of. So uh, I don't regret it. I still love that movie. Imports of anything like that's why like anime was so fucking expensive. Oh yeah, back back in the day when you spent when you uh, would pay thirty five bucks for four episodes. Yep, it's the same kind of like that South Park shit, but with anime. (laughs) The reason I only have one of the box sets of Yu Yu Hakusho because now where it would cost you like thirty forty bucks for that box set, it was a hundred and twenty dollars when I. Yep. I I remember having to pick. They put out the entire first season of Sailor Moon, the complete series of Ronin Warriors, and I think the first season of Utena, all at the exact same time. And they were all 100 plus. And I'm like, I ain't got this. So, of course, I went with Sailor Moon, but I'm kicking myself now that I didn't get the Ronin Warriors one because Sailor Moon's been put put out like three more times. So, for the for those of you that have never watched the live broadcast of Podzilla 1985, you don't know the fact that Lindsay hardly ever looks I at the camera when I and talk. she flails. So, I have something very exciting to announce right here and right now. So, NVIDIA as a part of their NVIDIA broadcast, which Lindsay has on her computer, as do I, have created a new thing where it will have your eyes constantly look at the camera no matter where you look. I'm not making this up. You could look this way or that way, and your eyes will still look at the camera via the NVIDIA broadcast. I don't we, want to see this. We will be live broadcasting a show soon where Lindsay can flail and look around all she wants, and her eyes will never leave the camera. So So stay tuned. That's going to be awesome. Stay tuned for this. I'm sorry that I multitask while we record, okay? Next week, a live after dark with Lindsay Wolfgang staring directly at the camera at all times. I'm going to leave my camera off and then you won't be able to do that. Moving on to Shelby. Uh, I'm going to go with Mr. Bulky's Candy Shop. That was the greatest candy <laughs> shop in the mall. Yep. Yep. I Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's just a candy shop called Mr. Bulky's. Uh, and I confirmed <laughs> it was a real thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember it distinctly. It was down where in the mall now where the arcade is. Um, 
in that that area. That's where it was in the Cape Mall in the West Park Mall. You could ask Mr. Bulky, like, what, what what will I get for twenty dollars? He would say fat. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Especially back in the nineties. That's yeah. like seven pounds of candy. That was so good like, candy. One of my favorite oh, parts any candy. about it being there was do you remember there was a there was a theater. There was a movie mm-hmm. theater, like mm-hmm. basically right across the hallway. They knew exactly oh, what no, they no, were. Oh no, 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 Hunter, no, no, no. No one knows about that. I mean, I'm not using it. I'm just no one knows about that. Uh, Shelby, <laughs> I'm not gonna say any more about it. What was your, <laughs> what was your favorite candy at, at uh, Mr. Vulcan's? Jawbreakers. So me and my sister were exactly like all the kids from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Like we would get so excited about the massive fucking jawbreakers they would sell, and we would, you know, save up allowance or beg our parents, please can we go to Mr. Bulky's? We want candy. And every time they're like. You're only getting a jawbreaker. Why are why? What's the point of going all the way to Mr. Bulky's to get this jawbreaker? Get something else, please. Mm. And that's also where I developed my like love for like the, all the gummy candies, because I would just load up on all these random ass gummy candies, not really looking at what I was putting in there, because my ultimate thing, the thing that was going on top of all this candy, was a jawbreaker. <laughs> And they would get so upset. And towards the very end, they had almost like the novelty candies where they had jawbreakers that were the size of almost like basketballs. They were massive and they were in those plastic containers sitting up on top of the counter next to the registers. Like it was just, it was, it reminded me of the candy shops up in St. Louis, just down here. And we didn't never have anything like that. That was the only place that was like that. And it was amazing. You got to be careful about those jawbreakers though. I know a girl that choked on one, choked to death. It was a whole thing. Yeah, there was a whole movie. Yeah, they made a movie. I think of uh, oh yeah of of of. I think it was called the candy that couldn't be broken. The candy that couldn't be swallowed, and it, it starred that one girl that uh, oh she was in that other movie. So that thing with the kid. The the one with the oh, the one with the dude. He looks like a girl. He didn't have nipples, and he sang. What was his How name? How long are we gonna take this? Marilyn Manson. What was her name? That's it. All right, seriously, you gotta tell me her name because it's gonna drive you. Rose McGowan. Okay, we're done. Rose McGowan. Moving on. To, <laughs> moving on to Hunter. Moving on to Hunter. I almost, I almost hit him with the the gym from the office. Nobody tell him. <laughs> Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Jesse said something before we started about like, oh, I might be taking one from you. And I was like, nah, man, everything on my list is chains. And then I immediately thought of three things that were not. So um, my first one is a place that I think I've talked about on here a couple of times. It's called the Treasure Chest, or it was anyway. Uh, this was a, a like a hobby shop, basically, or what you, you would generously call that in Sykeston. So a place that I only visited regularly until I lived there for a hot minute. Um Cards like magic cards, like collectible card games, comic books, uh, dice. I mean, it was that that kind of place. One of the cool things about it was it was in a strip center right across from like a very small mall that was in Sykeston. And the store that it was in had very clearly been uh, a jewelry store at some point because they had one of those display counters that had like the rotating <laughs> you press the button. And... So the dude that ran it, his name was Al. He had super long hair. He was one of the coolest guys I've ever known in my life. Um, he put like cards that were in those hard sleeves, like expensive cards and stuff in that. And that's how you would like move it around to look at them. Um, I could sit there all day and just like, just keep, just keep moving. The cards. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, that that place was awesome. That was the kind of place that when I did, I, my parents were divorced for a little over a year. Um, and in that time, my mom and I lived with my grandpa in Sykes. And well, he lived, I mean, literally just right around the corner from this place. There was a street right over. You go about halfway down the street, that's where he lived. So I could ride my bike there and be there in like five minutes and just hang out all day. And Al was cool about it. Like he, as long as you were buying stuff or playing a game or doing something, you know, he had sodas on, on tap and they're not on tap, not literally. You know, Damn, I'll say, like yeah. A, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah a soda test, fountain you know, in there, that'd be pretty good. But. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was it was an awesome place. I got a lot of uh, a lot of my hobby stuff came from there. I bought my first dice. I think I showed on one of the shows those two little like super rounded edge D twenties that I had. Uh, bought them there. He had a jar on the counter where like every die in there was a quarter, and I was just like, "These look cool." Fifty cents. Let me. You Thank know, you, I wasn't even playing at the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I started playing Magic there. I started playing D anD D there, kind of. Um, bought a few when I was buying comics, that's where they came from. Uh, sadly they moved over into the, into the mall across the street from them. And like a month later, there was a fire in the mall. And shortly after that, everything kind of went downhill. He moved the story to Dexter and I'm sure they've been long out of business, but the treasure chest is one of those places that is just stuck in my head. Also, what a great name for a hobby store like that. It's just a good name. So yeah, I loved that place. One of the first places that I remember just really wanting to go. Yeah, the only thing I remember about when it got moved to that mall location, we went in there, and yeah, because my parents were like, you know, they were nerds. Uh, like my dad was a little bit, you know, in the closet about his nerdiness, but they were nerds. They would go there to buy their comic books, and of course, if you take two kids like under the age of ten into like that kind of a store, like you got to buy them something. And the only thing I remember about the one at the mall, we got these like gigantic. Uh, Craven the Hunter and Venom figures that I really yeah. wish that I still had. Oh, so cool. Look <laughs> them up online, buddy. I'm sure you can find them for cheap. Probably. Uh, hey, speaking of Jesse, let's go to Lindsay. <laughs> so the first one I'm going to do is a restaurant that was in our mall back home called Pappins. It was a little uh, just kind of family run thing that sprouted out of Pittsburgh. And they had a few different chains throughout Pennsylvania. Wasn't anything crazy, but like I remember going there with my grandparents and my aunt and stuff because my mom worked at the mall at Penny's and it was in the mall. Um, but I found a great little uh, Reddit post that sums it all up pretty good as far as uh, what it was. But uh, they were sort of a poor man's Eaton Park, less like a King's, which are both restaurants at Pennsylvania that Shannon is at least aware of because mm-hmm. I've dragged him to them. Um, closest equivalent we have out here is maybe kind of like a Denny's would be a decent equivalent. Um, right. Other than that, they've got salad bars also. Um, we always went to the one in Cranberry Mall in Venango County, which is the one I went to, which I found hilarious that that's the exact one they were mentioning in this post. Um, their hot turkey sandwiches were the shit, great desserts, then they just sort of started to disappear one by one. The owner and his sons had a ton of commercials, each one, each one ended with Mr. Pappin exclaiming, and you're gonna like it, and that's a promise! <laughs> and the funniest part is, I found a link to one of those videos, and it triggered so many memories. Because <laughs> it's all day at Penny's, then you gotta pop on over to Pappin's. Uh-huh. Pretty, no, I mean, pretty much is what it was, but, uh, I'm gonna send you guys the little video link in the text part because this guy is just hilarious i don't know why that reminds me so straightforward (laughs) 
I love oh, the. Uh, it's not gonna do it because the Facebook one. I love the old commercials that uh, Jim Henson did. Also, for... he's advertising a full breakfast for a dollar ninety nine. The coffee with Kermit the Frog. How good can a <laughs> breakfast be for a dollar ninety nine? He said but it's a dollar ninety nine. But you'll yeah. like it, and that's a promise. I would have changed it to you'll like it or else. <laughs> I kind of thought that's where it was going when she started. Well, especially <laughs> the way he says it, because he's like, and you're going to like it. Or I kill you. Or I kill you. I can't go over done. the pile of eggs in the bottom right corner. It's making right? me think of the one from Rugrats. That uh, <laughs> when Stu's making, you ordered a, a gross of eggs. That's 144 eggs. I oh, don't know man. what I'm doing with my life. I'm, I'm sorry. I looked in the there to see Lindsay's post, and all I saw was you've been visited by the permit crab. <laughs> well, so you can do one bad thing. I may do. I'm doing it right now. All right. I want to make business cards out of that. Just hand that out to coworkers and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the you'll enjoy it or I'll kill you. That's on the back side. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, speaking of Lindsay, let's go to Jesse. Okay. Round two. Uh, let's go faster. Faster? Yeah, please. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, my next one I'm going to do, I'm going to, uh, oh, no, that's that's what I was going to do to go on to the blockbuster thing. I'm going to do Ryan's Buffet. Ah, better than mm. uh the corral, golden corral. Yeah. Uh, so I, in fairness, like Ryan's, by the time it was about out, was beyond gross. Uh, like especially the oh, one yeah. here in Cape was absolutely disgusting. Uh, I remember reading a health safety report about a manager with oozing wounds was mm. in the report. Mm. Um, but when I was a kid, so you know, my parents divorced uh, back in like the year two thousand. Uh, we had split custody, and I would come to visit my mom every other weekend. Like I would come up here uh, to Cape every other weekend, and we would go. We would either eat at Lambert's uh, on the way back, or we would come to Cape and we would eat at Ryan's uh, for the all-you-can-eat steak night, where I would just eat a ludicrous amount of the the cheapest steak, and then we would go to Blockbuster Video, where we Jake and I would rent uh, movie and one video game. And that was, you know, every other weekend for like two years. And that's just some really happy memories uh, bundling in Blockbuster with that one. Uh, that was just some that was some great early 2000s fun times. The, the Ryan's and Sykeston was so much better. I don't know it why. Really I don't know was. what was different, but it was so much better. Because I remember the first time I ever ate at one was the one there. It's right off the main, you know, the entrance to Sykeston off of 55 or it was. Um not 55 off, 61. 65 off the highway or 61. Yeah. 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 Um, right by, by Walmart there. And we ate there a lot like at that time, because you go get your groceries, you eat there first, get your stuff and you get out. Um, so we, we ate there fairly often. And then we were in Cape for some reason. I'm like, Oh, Ryan's let's do the thing. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's not bad. And I feel like from that point on, it was in a decline. I don't know yeah. when I went to that Cape one, but. Because yeah. yeah, like it was fine when I was in like you know in the early two thousands. We also did go to the night or the the one in uh, Sykeston a lot in the nineties. That was another yeah. like fun weekend. But you see, my dad had a problem uh, with loan sharks. Uh, we would go up uh, every <laughs> other weekend, and he would pay off. Uh, he would go to uh, by the time he was done with it, he was going to four different payday loans, so he could pay off each of the four of them. Uh, well, this seems to be responsible for paying for it. 
Well, sort of. He was paying for, you know, payday cash advance, like he was borrowing the money from there to pay for, like, payday loan to pay for, um, fuck you, take money, uh, and then, you know, on, on forward. Uh, whenever he was doing that, though, we would go down in the same little strip. Uh, they had, um, fuck, because this would have been another really good one that I'm just now remembering. Hunter, do you remember the, the uh, it was an electronic shop near GameStop in that strip store for a long time. In Sykeson? Yes. In that same on like strip or GameStop. On cue. Yep, that's the one. Yep. We would go to On Cue and we would like look at all the nerd paraphernalia in there and buy Pokemon yep. cards. <laughs> yeah, on cue, honestly, I would have replaced it. I've got one on my list I'll bring up later, and I, I would have replaced it with On Cue, but that pretty well sums it up. On cue was like discount hastings. Yep. Like it was just a smaller hastings. So yeah. I love that place. I, I went to Pokemon League there. Uh, I bought my so green cool, inflatable man. chair there. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, on cue was dope. Uh, all right, that, that's it for me. All right, uh, I'm going to make mine quick. My second one is called Jay's IGA. It was a. It was just a little store in, in Mound City, Illinois, where I'm from. Um, Pretty good uh, chocolate soldiers. Uh, well, I mean, you could get chocolate soldiers, uh, you, could, <laughs> you could also get these little pizza pocket things, which were delicious. It's also where I did rent video games most of the time because we didn't go to Pulaski very often, and that's about as far as my family went. So I would go to Jay's and rent video games all the time, mostly Nintendo, Super Nintendo. That was where I first played the game Narc, which blows my mind that was ever on a Nintendo console. Uh, I rented the Super Mario Brothers movie from there many, many times. It was, uh, it was. I mean, it was just a grocery store. It was just a grocery store. I've got nothing special to talk about it. Like, there's nothing amazing about it. You could rent Nintendo games. You could buy food. But it was the closest thing I had. And uh, growing up, I mean, it was like the place to be. My friends worked there. They stole quarters from there. And it's. Uh, <laughs> if you drive through Mound City today, you can still see Jay's IGA. It's still standing. It looks like shit. It has been open for decades. Um, it still has Jay's IGA on the side. It's kind of fading. It's just another. You know, example of how Mount City has deteriorated into a nothing ghost town that with with no shops. But back in the day, man, Jay's was it was the place to be, and I have fond memories of that place. But like I said, it's just a grocery store, nothing nothing special. But it always has a place in my heart. And those pika pika those pika pockets, those pizza pockets were on point. Okay, let's stop no. it. Let's go to Shelby. Uh. I'm going to go with West Park for Cynic. That is the uh, movie theater that was in the mall. That what? This is the first I've heard yep. of this. I know, right? <laughs> um, it, it did not really last all that long uh, because they immediately mm -hmm. just, we had two other theaters in town that had opened up like back to back at that point. So they didn't last long, but it was really neat because, you know, at the time, when it was in the mall, everything was booming, it was busy, there was shit to do, yep. places to go, things to see, things to eat. Uh, you could literally have an entire day out with the family just in the mall. And you would go home and be like, yeah, we had a great time. Now it's just like, yep. why, why are we here? Nowadays, <laughs> we don't have family. The uh, the only movie I distinctly remember having seen at the at the mall theater was uh, the Lost World, was the the second Jurassic Park movie, um, 
saw that there. And again, the candy store was right across. I remember looking at the concessions, looking at the candy store and going, come on, man. Like, <laughs> and the Lost World came out of what, 96, 7? I was like 12, 13. Like, I'm like, I, I get it. I get what we're doing here. <laughs> We don't want to pay over ridiculously overpriced uh, for that that theater candy. Right. See, I yeah. didn't because at the time I was like six when it came out. So I'll for me, out. it was just like, yeah, candy. We go, and my mom would be like, all right, now put it, put it in my purse. Don't say anything. You <laughs> can't say anything, and we'll eat it when we get in the theater. And I'm like, okay, well, candy. What do you now? <laughs> We have yeah. candy now. Let's eat it now. And she's like, no, no, no. We wait till we're in the movies. But don't say anything. <laughs> when you're going to the film and they ask if you want some candy, you should have been like, no, thanks. I got a whole bunch in mom's purse. We're going <laughs> to eat it when we get inside. No, we're going to eat But don't tell anybody. <laughs> but don't tell anyone. Mom said it's you a got secret. got place right over there. <laughs> mom, said, <laughs> mom said, you're an idiot. What does that mean? <laughs> man you know all those workers knew that shit was happening they didn't give a fuck oh. <laughs> yeah, especially since half these conversations I remember having it on the carpet on the way over to the theater I'm like they can hear us thinking back on this now they know exactly what's happening but you know there had to be at least one guy that worked there that was like a fucking gung ho like if I see candy in these motherfuckers purses oh, yeah. I'm taking that shit they're not going to any th- film fuck you, like, man, can you open your purse please <laughs> Yeah, let me see what's in your purse. Let me see your papers. All right, let's uh, let's go to Double H. Um, I, I okay. I'm guessing at a name for this. I cannot confirm to you this is what it was called. I'm not even sure the place had a name, man. But I we talking about we grow up in New Madrid. I didn't really grow up in New Madrid. I lived in New Madrid until I was five, and then my parents moved to Kiwani, which is a very small place, about ten minutes outside of New Madrid. Um, lived there from five to eighteen. Like that, that was the entirety of my, my childhood, really. Uh, there was like a little general store, and I think it was called Kiwani General. I really do think that's all it was called. It was right down by the, the post office. Uh, this white building that I'm reasonably sure was a house at some point that somebody just, you know, knocked out some non load bearing walls and turned into a store. Um, as a kid in the like late, uh, mid to late 90s, and even a little bit prior to that. This place basically had, I feel like Stefan from SNL, this place had everything. Old Adams Family pinball machine, right? Uh, uh, honey buns and Mountain Dew just sitting around costing next to nothing. Uh, they sold like like knives and stuff. Like It was almost like going to like one of those shitty carnivals, like those little cheap carnivals. You could just buy a pocket knife there. Why not? You know? It was that kind of thing. It was all hardwood floors. It had that smell. I don't have to describe it. You know exactly what it was. Um, oh, here we you go. You ride your bike there. Oh, here we go. Hold you on. You ride your bike there. Oh, no. Hey, I'm finishing this. Okay, go ahead. go ahead. You can ride your bike there. And we did, me and two or three of my friends who happened. There were a handful of kids who lived there at the time. Ride your bike there. Get your stuff. Uh, breakfast, again, was a mountain dew and a honey bun. Like in the summer, that's what you did. It was awesome. And yeah, there gosh, apparently is now. Yeah, it costs nothing. You would spend a significant amount more money on the pinball machine than it was like the only one that existed in the immediate area just because it was there. Um, yeah, we, we went there a lot when I was kids. Like I said, there the building is still standing. I, there was very briefly a store in it the last time that we visited my parents. Uh, it's definitely not the same thing because there for a hot minute, it was like some kind of uh, medical equipment place, weirdly. I don't know why that happened. Uh, yeah, but but yeah, that, that place I have very distinct memories of. Speaking of now, distinct, do the thing. 
Speaking of distinct <laughs> memories, uh, joining us live from somewhere, Tanner Calvert. Tanner, where you at? Tanner, come on back now. <laughs> you gotta hit him on the old CB radio. <laughs> Oh, what? What the fuck? <laughs> so, a hundred jokes. Did did Tanner find a CB radio and figure out how to hook it up to Discord? <laughs> I think I think perhaps he's been taken to the mothership. <laughs> he finally got what he always wanted. Uh, let's go to Lindsay then, Lindsay. Okay, so my next one is Hills Department Store. When I was growing up, this was basically like our Walmart before we got a Walmart. Um. And there are two very distinct things that I remember from Hills. The second you walk in, all you smell is buttered popcorn because they had a fantastic snack bar that up until you turned 11, you got free popcorn anytime you went in. And they had a creepy little elf character named Sprite that would do toy commercials and their slogan was Hills is where the toys are. And before they completely went out of business in 99, I got a crap ton of Sailor Moon plushies on clearance. <laughs> to be fair, right. though, lots of places is where the toys are. Yes, but that was their slogan that they had done. And uh, just so you can see the creepy little elf, I linked a video for you guys. Like and there's also already. Ghostbuster toys in like the background. The... I don't even like the screenshot of it. I don't either. <laughs> right? the thumbnail. He, he <laughs> looks a creepy little elf. He looks less like a little elf and more like he's on, uh, he's going to be on a barge commanding Boba Fett to <laughs> kill Han Solo. He looks like uh. a hairy Jabba the Hutt. He looks like Jabba the <laughs> Nut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hills was very much in like, like the same context as like Kmart and Walmart and that sort of stuff. Well, but a, like even looking at pictures of this place, I can just smell the popcorn. <laughs> I'm gonna send it back to to Jesse Mart. Jesse Mart. I'd like to take a moment out of the show to tell Tanner to go fuck himself. He just beamed me on Snapchat. All right, Jesse, go ahead. <laughs> All right, uh, my next one is going to be we're going right back to these video rental stores, sort of, with uh, Hollywood Video and Game Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first. One. The other, the other ones, I either haven't been or what or whatever. This is the first one I can honestly say I do not miss. I'll oh, see. Oh. I loved Game Crazy. Game yeah. Crazy is like. Uh, so when I was in high school, like, I mean, I loved EB Games. Uh, you know, I, I had a lot of great memories at Babbage's slash GameStop, etc. Uh, I mean, mostly like the great memories are Babbage's. Um, hey. But, <laughs> What I, I have great memories from GameStop too, but very few of them are as a customer. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so Hollywood <laughs> Video uh, and Game Crazy, more specifically, like Game Crazy was just like GameStop, but it was just this tiny little store attached to uh, Hollywood Video where you could actually like play games. They had setups all over, the, like all throughout the place, you could test stuff out. And that like was any awesome. game they had pre-owned, you could test out. Yeah. It was really really cool. Uh, I did most of my video game shopping while I was in high school at Game Crazy. Um, Hollywood video I only rented and and I feel like I might be part of why like you know this location lost a shitload of money at one point like I was working at Staples right they had uh, they had a coupon for a free video rental it didn't have any specific coupon code or anything else like it was just a, a coupon on orange cardstock I worked at Staples you know where this is going me and two other guys bought a whole ream of orange cardstock 
copied that coupon and printed an entire ream's worth of that coupon. <laughs> Cut it up in the store. They look very professionally done. And for like two and a half years, I just used free coupon rentals at Hollywood Video. Jesse, would you say that the coupon looked more realistic than the $10 bill that Justin Dombach took in? <laughs> 100%. This looks very authentic. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a throwback. You know, uh, it, yeah, it's similar to that. I just want to mention, uh, what was the place over by um, Marco's? Was it Family Video? Yeah. yeah, it was family. No, that yeah, it was family yeah. video. Yeah, so yeah. family video, video. Talking about free rentals, it got to a point where they would give you a free rental every time you bought a pizza. I stopped using the coupon. I didn't want to rent anything from there anymore. They never had good movies. They'd be like, "You they get a really free didn't. rental," and I'd be like, "Cool, give it to a homeless person." <laughs> right, like somebody else can have it because they would put that sticker on my pizza receipt, and I'm like, "All right, thanks." <laughs> right, you like, never, never walked into family video. You just stay really, right there. It really makes me so sad that the concept because you remember like one of the best things about that combination was family video had the little window right into marco's you order the pizza you pick out a movie you take it all home at the same time <laughs> why was that not a thing in 1994 right no, why did you wait 30 years to figure that out yeah. in fairness in the in, like north of us it was like family video has been a chain oh, uh, up man. north for a long time like wisconsin minnesota we got any listeners up there they're like yeah we had that yeah, we saw. Uh, yeah, down here we got we got the first one. What in twenty like fifteen maybe? Yeah, I, I think mean, that's like wait. roughly when Family Video opened, and then Marco's Pizza like didn't even open up immediately with it. Like they no. actually took out mm-hmm. a chunk of it. Oh, Family Video was open way earlier than that. And the only reason I know that uh, is because when I got fired from GameStop, I applied there, and um, they. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was still in college when they opened up Family Video. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. Family Video didn't exist before yeah. that location. Yep, because oh, I applied there and because uh, before that, but because uh, yeah, I remember that used to be a Hardee's like yeah. in that corner. They they bulldozed right. the Hardee's. I didn't know that. And cool. yeah, they yeah. bulldozed the Hardee's and it, and they built that family video. Like, I think it actually may have happened while I was still in high school. Even oh, Burritoville used to be a Dairy Queen, like the first uh, Hardee's, in college. Hardee's was still there when I was in high school. And Dude, now Hardee's was still there when I was in high school. Oh, okay. And now Family Video is a weed store. Yep. <laughs> what kind of... Like but it still has Marco's things. Pizza right next to it. What kind of degenerate <laughs> work there? Probably a way better partnership than Family Video ended up becoming. Yeah, they should have a similar <laughs> well, partnership where you order pizza from the weed, from the dispensary window. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I didn't realize it was a dispensary that went in there. Like, I knew it was Good Day Farms. Um, you thought it was just like my, a farm store? No, no, no. My I mean, mom thought store? it was an indoor farmer's market. And I was <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, that, that makes sense for Cape. Like, I'm not even going to question it. And I because I don't ever go there. Yeah, like, uh, until, Shannon told, or until Shannon told me what that place was, I did not know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It, was, it was today that I learned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's go to who's after Jesse? You. You. You took my turn. No, then you. You want to take a Oh, well, goddamn. Turn, turn, buddy. Oh, we're on our third ones. Okay. Uh, Pizza Garage. It was a pizza place in in Mountain City. Uh, just a little little corner spot. Garage. Uh, 
What would you call it, Hunter? Is it an actual garage? <laughs> it's a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, Lindsay, I think it was a garage because it was attached to these people's houses. The garage was their pizza place, and they made the best pizza. I was their first customer, so they took my my well, not my I didn't have a job. I was a child. They took my mom's money and framed it on the wall, and uh, they always gave me like pizza for my birthday. They were so fucking Aww. cool. It was the best fucking pizza place. I think he they got divorced. He beat her or something later. But for that small period of time, that pizza place was fantastic. Damn. Shannon, your story screams the names of one particular family. Was it? Starts with an H. H. Give me another hint. It's too hard. Ends in man. Men. Hinman? Yes. Was that them? Huh? Was that them? I don't know. What are you talking about? I'm saying the they got divorced. He was beating her or something. I'm like, boy, that sounds like some Hinman stuff in Mount City. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Well, there we just outed random people for no reason because I misheard. All right, well, let's cut that. Producer saying we're not going to cut it. All right, let's go to Shelby. Uh, I'm gonna go with Toys R Us. Because I yeah. fucking really love Toys R Us. Uh, the last yep. like five five years of it, they had nothing. I don't know why they were even open for those that time. Because half the store just became like empty shelves. Yes. I but well, the exact same though. stuff was sitting there for a year at a time. Oh, and yeah. it was always overpriced, with the exception of like there was always that hot toy though every year that like kids needed to get for Christmas. The tickle me Elmo. And, you know that year's tickle me elbow whatever the fuck like which i guess tickle me elbow did release like four more times i think yes, we so. we all agreed we all said that toys r us was terrible when it existed and then when it left we were like i miss toys r us in fact i miss 90s toys r us yeah that's, like, what, yeah, that's who had x when, when they had the lego builders in store and you got to join yep. in and build all the lego stuff when all the demonstrations like they had that back corner of all the toys you could just play with because they had all the batteries and the programs downloaded into them and like you could just fucking fly the drones and play with all the rc cars and everything it was amazing and then they stopped doing that then everything got locked up behind glass and then it was the same toy for 17 different face locations yeah like yeah it lost the magic everything there everything there was more expensive than you would find it anywhere else. Yep. Yeah, but it was still Toys R Us. Yeah, yeah it and was that, still Toys R Us. And that meant something to me. Occasionally find Pokemon cards for decent prices that I couldn't find at other places, but it was a every now and again type thing. Yeah, because I remember a few times trying to buy magic cards there. And, like, I, you know, buying from, like, like my local card shop, uh, it was three booster packs for 10 bucks was the deal. Uh, or they were, like, $4 each. <laughs> Going to Toys R Us, there was uh, seven dollars per booster pack for the current set. Just fucking bonkers! Like it drove me nuts that they kept doing that. Every yeah. year yes. for my birthday, my parent, my mom would take me. Not my dad. My dad never went, but my mom would take me to Toys R Us in Cape, and it was the like coolest thing ever. Was going to Toys R Us back then, but yeah. Whenever we had to go to the doctor's yeah. office up here in Cape, uh, mom would take us to Toys R Us afterward. And say we could pick out one toy because you know we had to go to the hospital. I distinctly remember the the one like the one visit I remember there from when I was younger. Anyway, I, I mentioned this earlier, but when my my parents got separated, my grandpa took me there while they were like moving our stuff around, and I got this like stuffed Garfield 
uh, and some kind of little Sonic the Hedgehog thing, some kind of like a little ripcord deal, and he would like run. It was cool. Um, that thing got lost real quick because it was way too small. I have no idea why he allowed me to have that. <laughs> but the Garfield was like that. That thing lived with me for a good like ten years until it just was like falling apart in your hands. <laughs> like hey, this is no longer an actual viable thing to hold on to. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's go over to Lindsay. Nope. Let's go over to Hunter. Turn. There it is. Let's go over to uh, Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesse, when you first said. <laughs> when you first said that you thought you might take something from me from New Madrid, this is the only thing I could think of, and the only one that I'm going to put on there that actually uh, was in New Madrid. Uh, Rosie's. I miss the actual Rosie's restaurant. Like, from, again, this is one of those kind of like the Toys R Us deal. Like, in the end of its life, Rosie sucked. So, uh, Rosie's was like a family owned restaurant in New Madrid. Um, one of one of the few that wasn't, you know, part of some kind of little chain. And New Madrid doesn't have a lot of restaurants anyway. No. Um, Toward the end of its life, it's now a Mexican restaurant of some kind, and it's a totally different set of people. Toward the end of its life, Rosie's was one of those classic, like, we got way too much on the menu. Like, you could get a steak, you could get nachos, you could get way too much, you know, different stuff. But I, first of all, it was where I had my first job. Uh, I worked there for three years in high school, so straight out of, like, the moment I could work a job, um, that's where that's where I waited tables. Um, and when it was around that era and then before that, when I was even younger, Rosie's had like three sections. So it was, it was kind of weird. It went from left to right morning, noon and night, pretty much. They had a cafe side that had like stools up to the counter. You come in and get your breakfast, um, had like a swinging door on the, on the front. And that's, was the one that was mainly connected to the kitchen. You had an actual dining room in the center, cloth tablecloths, really nice separate room, uh, music playing at all times. And then there was a bar on the far right, like a full service bar with a back room, uh, with like a jukebox and a pool table and stuff. Um, and it was, I don't know, man, it was just cool. When I was younger, probably the food tasted good just because it was stuff I didn't get all the time, you know, burgers and, and steaks and that kind of stuff. But they had a steak sandwich that for a hot minute was just like my favorite thing in the world. Like, even when I worked there and my parents were like, where do you want to go, you know, for your birthday? I'm like, let's go to Rosie's, man. Like, I can get employee discount. Let's do it. You know, <laughs> I just want that steak sandwich again. Um, working there, the best part of that, by the way, was that the system was so the pay was terrible obviously um not only is is the the check pay awful but you know tips you got to get people to actually come in the door and and it's new matter like there's nobody there but the system for for your discount was uh anything you order on the clock is half off if you make it yourself it's free you can make anything you want for yourself this is where I learned to cook. <laughs> like, I mean, not well, don't get me wrong, but there were a lot of times that I was like, hmm, steak sandwich, how do we do that? Like, I, I got in with the cooks really quick. I was like, all right, just show me how to do this. Just show me how to make the so one I thing I want to order. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep. So I, I do miss that place when it was in its heyday. And it was, I mean, it was the epitome of like the greasy spoon, like a diner type, you know, place. Um, when it was good, it was very, very good. I remember it was very rare for us to go to Rosie's uh, because like half my extended family worked at Kinsey's, which was right down the road from Rosie's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, I say right down the road, there's like one road where there are businesses right. uh, and you matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Two roads. The uh, one business strip. Yeah. Right. And yeah, so we, we went to Kinsey's more frequently, which was much more of your, like, this is your fried foods. 
Uh, yeah, Ken, like, Kenzie's was more of a. I always forget about that place, by the way, or I would have mentioned it. Kenzie's is, was a more of like a drive-through, like quick service burgers and stuff. Rosie's was more <laughs> was of a, a like, down, was like, like yeah, yeah. Even if you were going in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, it was more of a sit-down. You could get takeout. They had a, a, a drive-through window in the back, but it wasn't really set up for that. Everywhere in New Madrid had a drive-through. The fucking liquor right. store had a drive-through. Taster's is still there, by the way. It's the yeah, exact that was stuff. That was actually what I was going to You're talking about like a restaurant that does too much. Like you go to Tasters, you can get everything Pizza, from them. burgers, nachos, everything. The pizza's still pretty good from what I gather. But they have a Pizza Hut in town now, so that's kind of weird too. And, and they've always had a pro pizza. Like I don't understand how like right. pro pizza – like I don't understand how Tasters is still serving pizza when pro pizza was in town and that was where everybody got pizza. But what about the water, man? Oh, it was so good there. But all those places are still there. Rosie's is the only one. Well, Kenzie's. I think Kenzie's long since closed down. Uh, Rosie's I think the Kenzie's only one closed down before I left. Yeah, that that just like that's where. And there's a place here where we live called Parquet that's very very similar. Uh, it's the like the main reason we go there. Like, occasionally, I'm like, we just gotta go get breakfast at Parquet. That's what we're doing. Um, <laughs> and, and sure enough, sidle up to the counter, they serve it right there. I wish I had had the the Rosie's like breakfast experience when I was, you know, I didn't like coffee and that kind of stuff when I was a kid, obviously. But like now, going there, getting that diner coffee that's clearly way too burnt and still tastes better than anything you'll ever get at Starbucks. Just, it's a whole thing. It's an experience. Yeah, that's what I got. All right, well, let's uh, let's experience Lindsay real quick. Together. Uh, next, I'm going to go to one that I've brought up several times in the past, but uh, Geauga Lake in Aurora, Ohio, was a amusement park that my family would go to. If it wasn't a year that we were going on like a big family trip, there was a good chance that we would go to Geauga Lake. And they always did bundle packs that if you bought tickets to the park you could get SeaWorld tickets for half price because they were on the other side of the lake. So the two worked with each other. SeaWorld would do the same thing. If you bought SeaWorld tickets, you could get half price tickets into Geauga Lake and basically make like a two-day trip out of it. Um, we went to this place several times while I was growing up, and the very last time we went was a couple years after it got bought by Cedar Fair and became a Six Flags where... They combined both SeaWorld and Geauga Lake into one massive, oversized monster of a park that had terrible management. Like, it was the first time ever we were at the park, and it was filthy. Like, there were people everywhere, and the park was just disgusting. And I hate that that's my last memory of it, because we went there so much when I was little that I it was like, it had one of the first roller coasters I ever rode... Uh, one of the few times, like when I was little, that I was excited to drive the little like cars that were on the racks and whatnot. Um, and it was always cool when we were at SeaWorld. If you were watching the lake shows, you could be watching the ski show, but you could still see the rides and stuff across the way at the other park. There's uh, actually a lot of really cool videos on uh, YouTube. There's one that actually has the breakdown of the downfall of the park and it being bought up and it just kind of dying afterwards. Um, but there's also a lot of really cool abandoned videos of people taking drones and stuff in and seeing what's left of the park. And they do like comparison videos of what it looked at at one point in time and the state that it's currently in. I had never heard of it. Me neither. Not other than, it, I mean, it, Lindsay's it was mentioned Aurora, it a few Ohio. Times, but... Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, before we get to the last two, and we're really going to speed it along because we're at an hour and 20, and I'm not doing this for two hours. Uh, Tanner, <laughs> Tanner, you got anything you want to add to this real quick on places you right. miss? I can hit this. Uh, I can hit three really quick. Okay. Uh, because I doubt Shannon's already said it. Elias, Center, and Caro. I haven't, but that's a good one. That's where I got my furball plushie from Tiny Toon. It is, it is the exact same family and people that own the one in Cape, although that's Turf pizza. Oh, Tanner, your mic, your mic went crazy. Yeah, you changed your microphones like halfway through, like mid sentence. It was wild. Okay, how about now? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, turf pizza in Cairo. Uh, Shannon was talking about this this pizza garage, whatever in Mount City. I no sir. Turf pizza, turf pizza in Cairo was the best pizza ever. Period. Uh, and then third, to catch me up for this round, I'm going to go with the Dairy Hut in Caro. It was the ice cream shop that we had. And she made her own – she had her own design and all kinds of different stuff, like different food items, not just ice cream. You go there and get a Dairy Hut burger, and she makes her hamburger patties, and she pats them out real thin and, and mashes them. So basically she makes a home – like, a, you know, hand-padded smash burgers. And then uh, instead of putting, like, sliced cheese on it, she gets the jar of Cheese Whiz, spreads that on top of the burger so that it gets hot with it, and then on the bun, she's got homemade pickle relish with mustard, mustard pickle relish that she spreads in the bottom of the bun and puts it on there. And let me tell you, it is just the best thing in the world. All right. Now let's go, yeah. back to, let's go back to Jesse, and we're going to go really fast. <laughs> really fast, huh? All right. Um, I think for my next one, I'm going to do Mongolian Grill. Uh, and in that same location, Kowloon's before that. It's the Chinese, like, there's a there's a, a restaurant in Town Plaza that most recently has been a, a soul food restaurant, a soul food buffet. Uh, it was Kowloon's Chinese restaurant. Fucking loved going there. We'd hit up Kids World and then we'd go over to Kowloon's. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was good shit. And then all the way through college, Mongolian Grill was where, like, me and, the, and my then roommate Trevor, the... Uh, Mongolian Grill all the time. Five dollars for a soda buffet. The best, the best wait, deal in town. Wait, where was this one at? Mongolian Grill. Right the it was in the plaza. Yeah, in front of yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, uh, you took me there one time before they closed. I believe that. <laughs> uh, I, I love. I want to say it was a Hastings night. Because I fucking love Mongolian Grill. That place was incredible. And, There's a similar uh, one of that in Sykeston that I think was owned by the same people. It was by that hotel right when you first come into town. Uh, the For the life of me, the name is not going to come to me. But, yeah, it was a similar place. Another Chinese restaurant that, like I said, I think was owned by the same. Yeah, the only one that I ever knew, in, which is actually on this list, the Chinese restaurant we went to in Sykeston all the time was called China Pearl, uh, was the one that like we went to yes. a lot. Yep. That's the one I'm thinking really of. fucking good. Yes, it was. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go to. Uh, I, was, I don't have any more, so let's go to Shelby. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, Pops Pizza. I'm not a, everyone who knows me knows I'm not a huge fan of pizza if it has red sauce, which is what Pops Pizza's specialty was. But all the orchestra kids went to Pops Pizza after any of the shows that we did or any of the, the concerts we had to play, so that was just a good memory of you know getting to spend time with people that I spent a lot of time with. 
Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I, I know. I'm I'm filling out uh, I'm filling out tax information for uh, a wrestling thing at the same time. I apologize. Uh, let's go to Hunter. Uh, I'm out of local one. So Suncoast Video, Suncoast Motion Picture Company. Uh, not a place that was in and around Cape, but anytime that we were in St. Louis, there was one of them all we went to there. Suncoast was basically Hastings, but very specific to movie stuff. And it wasn't just movies. It was like movie memorabilia. Um, it was exactly what I, what I wanted in a store as a kid. Like all the same stuff that you would go to like, like a, a non-chain place for, but in a chain version. So movie posters, movie props, uh, all that kind of stuff. Suncoast was very, very cool. And my understanding is they do not exist anymore. Or if they do, it's in a very, very limited capacity. So I got to put them out there. All right, let's go back to Lindsay. I are on the same page. My next one is Media Play, and I'm pretty sure they were affiliated with Suncoast. Yep. It was the same thing. It was basically Hastings. Mm-hmm. Movies, books, music, toys, memorabilia. Uh, they supplied most of my anime stuff uh, tail end of high school and all throughout college. And anytime I decided I was done with something, I went and traded in there for some credit to put towards something else. Hell yeah. All right. Tanner, you got some more, but going back to Jesse. I got one. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, oh, I'm going to go with Chris's Cafe in Carroll. I was going to say that. That was a little self serving. His mom worked there. But your family yeah. owned it, so a little different. It's. Well, I mean, it's I, it's a good one for both of us, you know. That's again, that's how that's how we know each other. That's true. From up thirty years ago, so yeah, yeah. His, uh, I remember the first time um, we were driving by it, and my mom was like, "Oh, there's Tanner," and I look over there, and there's this nine foot tall guy standing <laughs> there. <laughs> and I'm like, "Like, who is that? Is that the owner?" And they're like, "No, that's Tanner. He's younger than you." And I'm like, "That's not true." <laughs> he had that same beard he's got now. It's crazy. <laughs> that less gray in it, I'm sure. A little less white, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go <laughs> back to Jesse. Last one, yeah. Yeah, I can I can make this one pretty quick. I think it's come up every round, but nobody's actually said it yet. I'm gonna go with Hastings. Yeah. I thought, uh, I, 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 thought I already had been. Even though I did meet Dalton there, it's still a great place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I find myself missing on that. I find myself missing Hastings all the time. Like whenever we've yes. just got like a half hour or something like that in town to kill. Uh, mm-hmm. For everybody that had the miss, like for anybody listening that didn't get to experience Hastings while it was open, like think of like going to you know an anime convention like vendor booth, uh, but like half the store was also like movie and video game rentals and sales. Uh, I bought rented so many things from Hastings. I bought uh, like so much. Just paraphernalia towards the end though like it it very much did turn into a place where i saw i saw something really cool and then i would check and see how much cheaper it was on amazon and yep and it was it. yeah and it always yes. was that was the real problem there. yeah i still bought from Masons though uh there was I did too. there was one year i was um seeing someone and i think i spent because i had trading credit between two people I spent probably eight or nine hundred dollars at Hastings on Christmas for them, but five or six hundred of that was all store credit. So that was a great Christmas. It didn't cost me anything, and I looked like a fucking hero. And, uh, and I got some awesome Sailor Moon stuff. You did. Uh, my last one, I actually, do have another one. Brown bag video. 
across the uh, across the uh, the bridge here in in Illinois. So many commercials on Real Ride. So many great memories. Rest in power. I thought King. this was the place that Kirk Waters went for no, a second. No, that, that was in Pulaski. That was in Pulaski. Uh, this is a place that I got dragged to exactly one time by my friends who wanted to buy pornography. And uh, oh, he's legit going with it. Okay, cool. While while I was there, I was like, you know what? I've heard a lot about this Paris Hilton video. Do you have it for sale? And the nice young lady working said, you don't you don't want that. You don't want that. That's boring. And she suggested <laughs> I purchase a uh, Tara Patrick interactive DVD, which I did, and it was the only pornography I'd ever purchased. I thought for sure you were gonna say it was like that kid or that guy at Millhouse's place that leave this place and never come back. <laughs> that one you call Millhouse. No, the story, the story you just heard was fabricated, or was it? Let's <laughs> let's go to Shelby. We made it up. <laughs> no, it never happened. Let's go to Shelby. Never happened. Big River Grand Prix. Yeah. <laughs> So this is actually a fun place to go to play like mini golf or just, you know, ride go-karts. Yeah. Uh, until the owner burned it down for insurance purposes. Got yeah. Caught, it never got rebuilt. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, let's go to Hunter. Uh, I said I didn't have any more local ones. I'm not going to be able to come up with a name for this one either. Uh, I did have a bunch of other chains here, but nothing that I think warrants mention immediately. There was a mini golf place in Sykeston. There was a mini golf, uh, like 18 hole little setup. It was very, very small. I feel like an awful lot of these, these things from my list are coming back from a very specific time in my life. But yeah, the year my parents <laughs> were separated, this is where we met. <laughs> Um, to, to like trade me. So I spent weeks with my mom, uh, cause she worked in the school where I were, where I went to school. And then I spent weekends with my dad and we would meet there and I would, I would play golf like the whole time they were talking. Cause I mean, we had to have been there granted as a kid, time passes differently. So it, maybe it was like 30, 45 minutes. It felt like hours to the point that I distinctly remember. And this is kind of sad. The owner just like handed me stuff when we got there, they wouldn't charge me. They would just be like, just go, just go play. Like you're good. I think they kind of knew what was going on. But the thing is, I don't know if they realized my parents were already separated at that point. This was what was getting them back together. Like they were, they would tell me years later and I didn't know. Cause I was like 11 or 12. They were talking. My dad was like, Hey, I'm, I'm he had a lot of anger issues. I, I, I quickly, my dad is alive. I find that I often talk about my dad when he's dead. <laughs> he's still around. Um, but yeah, long story short, he was he was like slowly, you know, convincing my mom and then telling her, "Hey, I'm I'm doing better. I'm getting better." And she's like, "Okay, you know, show me." Uh, and and yeah, so there was a, a good, I don't know, probably two or three months there where I was going there on the regular about once a week. And of course, it was great for me. Like, hey, I'm playing mini golf. Uh, <laughs> but it was really fun. It was a very basic little setup, but it was it was cool. I can't even tell you where it was, honestly. I know it was kind of roughly near where Lambert's is in Sykeston, but that's that's it. Yeah. I that's definitely all. never mess with it. All right, Lindsay. My final one is another department store from back home. It was called James Way. And they got pretty much most of my allowance and report card money because I remember that's the place I usually bought my toys and various things that way, like... I remember picking up My Little Ponies and Barbies and stuff that way. And the thing that is the kick in the teeth is it is technically the first place I ever saw Sailor Moon dolls, but I did not know what the hell they were because it was back in 95 that the store closed and I didn't discover Sailor Moon until 97. 
but I remember them having the little dolls in hindsight after I came across them at KB Toys later. Well, Lindsay, you're actually better off because I checked in on it and somebody set that doll to evil. <laughs> <laughs> well, the doll also contained potassium benzoate. Is that that's, bad? That's bad. <laughs> I'm going to go now, except Tanner. If Tanner's got one more, otherwise I'm going now. Uh, I'm going to go with Video Time in Cairo, the, the video movie video rental place there in Cairo. Where was that at? It was on the corner of 27th and Sycamore. Okay, where is that at? You know where the cut mart was in Carroll? <laughs> no. The guy? Uh, shit. Was this the um, one that got closed? Google Maps. Was this the no. one that got closed down because the dude was dealing drugs? No, no, no. They oh. just closed down because the business ended. Uh, the one you're thinking about was like on 34th, I think, 35th. Right across from the VFW. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember the name of it, but goddamn, I've said it before. I love that place so much. I wish it never closed. That was my favorite video store. There was also uh, a place. There was the also a place in, uh, in Cairo, and I don't remember the name of it either. But it was a pretty good video store. My my mom actually special ordered me a copy of Lethal Enforcers on Super Nintendo from there that came with the Justifier pistol, and I felt like such a badass. I remember staying home pretending yeah, I was sick. That would have been video time, the one I'm talking about. Yeah, that was a fantastic video store, too. Yeah. That's good stuff Man, right there. <laughs> we had a, a shocking... Okay, it's not a shocking number. Like, you can tell what kind of people we are with how many video stores were mentioned. Video stores, restaurants, toy stores, basically, department stores, and, like, fun places like like theme parks and mini golf and stuff. We're That's adults. It. <laughs> <laughs> so many video you rental places, You made us the same, Mom and Dad. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for us tonight. We are going to get out of here. Uh, as always, we thank you and appreciate the fact that you stayed and listened to us ramble for so long. Um, we're not going to be back tomorrow, or we will? Probably not. Maybe if we remember in the moment briefly. Well, in that case. Because importantly, we'll be doing other things. Smoking marijuana. <laughs> no. I, I'm kidding. I mean, no, Kyrgyz will be there. People, yeah. Um, actually, so I told Kirkus today, I saw him in some place and I said, uh, you know, Hey, you, you're going to be there tomorrow night. And he's like, for what? He, he said, for what? <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, no, nah, that's Sarah asked me the other, Sarah asked me the other day when I was trying to run down who was coming. I'm like, okay, Jesse's planning on coming. Shelby's trying to get off work. Like Shannon's coming. You're not sure if Lindsay's coming. Thinking so Tanner. And, I'm, and she goes, I said, who am I forgetting? And she goes, Zach. And I was like. I mean, he usually rolls it. We start at what seven? Zach rolls it around ten. Yeah, you know <laughs> when well, we get toward what, the end of the. He told me he was like monkey costume, whether it's Halloween or not. You know. <laughs> he he told me he said, uh, "Oh, that's not till Saturday, baby bird." And I'm like, Zach, no, no I'm not talking about wrestling. I'm talking about hunters. What's it, hunters? His party, <laughs> his birthday party. I'm like, you don't read the fucking group chat, do you? And he's like, No, nah, I I don't. So, uh, <laughs> thanks, Zach. All right. Well, oh, we're going to get out of here uh, for myself. <laughs> yes. Shelby, don't go anywhere yet because I'm not going to call on you yet. For myself, for, well, actually, before we do that, Hunter, since we're not going to do one tomorrow, can you please read off the names oh. of that legendary oh, chat? Give everybody the weekly oh, update. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of these haven't changed, though. Asa is still the fairest wheel of anger. Uh, importantly, this was not going to change for a while. <laughs> Cody Sandusky is still Dick Blayton, <laughs> a.k.a. Nightwing. That's uh, the best one. That's the best one. My name is now Rick Rock. Rick Rock. Uh, <laughs> Bombs' <is> Pump Daddy. 
Uh, Jesse is clear bird sword. <laughs> yeah, we Kaz, all know what that means. Wink, wink. As oh. is a damn good Cubone pick. Uh, <laughs> Shannon's is still rabbit for Kruger. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Steven Stevens is your boy Chungus. Uh, Tanner's is now Pika Pockets, <laughs> and Zach's is Hunter Layer 8. I don't know what that is either. I still, I still think a damn good Cubone pick is my yeah, favorite. That's a damn good Cubone pick. That shit is very funny. <laughs> Lindsay, you know where we got that? My stuff. Yeah, all right. All right, well, for all of us, we're out of here. Shelby, take oh, us wow. out. You ain't got time to leave. Shelby, take us out. No, oh, it doesn't go down far enough. Dang it. Hey, Jill. Hey, Jill.